We just saw Black Panther, and we're going to share our thoughts with you in this special edition episode of Dizbot. Dizpop is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Experts are helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, joined, as always, by my co-host over here, Craig Williams. Hello. And we have seen the latest from Marvel Studios and Disney, the Black Panther. It's not the Black Panther. It's just Black Panther. Um, Yeah, Yeah, big, big, big. A movie doing... Pretty well for itself right now. Exactly, yeah. And uh, obviously, we saw a lot of the requests out there for uh, for people asking if we would talk about this, on top of the fact that we were going to anyways, plus uh, the massive opening weekend that it just had. It, it would be inappropriate for us to not talk about it at this point. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Um, so where would you like to start, Craig? I'll just start with my overall impression of the movie. Okay. And that's that I found it to be very entertaining. I thought it's, it is absolutely another solid entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. from start to finish. And considering, while I, I've been excited for every Marvel movie that's coming out now in 2018 in particular, uh, because we have Infinity War coming up next after this, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp Mm -hmm. following that. This was going to be a very big year for Marvel. I wasn't expected to be been so impressed right away. I was expecting the the real, like, mind-bender was going to be Infinity War. And while I won't say that I I was, like, my mind was bending over Black Panther, it was really well made. Really, really well made. I, there's no question. We both enjoyed the movie thoroughly. I think I I rank it differently than you. I, I that's and that's fine. I think it's just a matter of preference and what you look for in a Marvel movie, maybe or whatever. But I I um yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought um you know overall great direction. I loved the score. The soundtrack was really cool too. Listening to that. Um I've been listening to it out of the movie and it has a lot of bad words in it. Yeah. And I am incredibly surprised by that a little bit. So if you are somebody who you're really enjoying it while you're watching it, I do believe maybe some of the songs were edited for the movie while they were in it. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not swearing in the movie. Like every Marvel movie has the swears, you know. But um, and the, I- the soundtrack is explicit on every song. Not like graphically explicit. It's just... It's just it's just there. It's yeah. part of the it's part of the artist's choice, you know. Yeah, Kendrick exactly. Lamar. Yeah, and it's not all songs by him. The soundtrack itself was uh, songs that he did create for the movie, as well as songs that were inspired, inspired by, by the yeah. movie. And that's a that's a very good, uh, very good thing to remember in terms of that. I've been listening to it while I was at the gym, and it's you know it's a lot of good pump up music for that too. Interestingly enough, though, I. It, you and I both talked about it as soon as we got out of the movie. I am in love with the score. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I have it on my saved in my Spotify account right now. I was listening to that last night and this morning, um, because I actually saw the movie twice now, and um, I the we, we and we talked about this is that Marvel had up until recently, because um, you pointed out another one. Um, yeah. The scores have been 
kind of irrelevant like they're there and they're needed but it's not like i think back to like john williams superman score or danny elfman's batman theme you know themes that like still to this day you can kind of you can still hum you know everyone knows the superman theme when they hear it and i feel like um a lot of marvel movies of late other than i'd say the x-men kind of has a theme but they don't really have there's no real theme songs for the character and so I, I, f- I felt this way with the movies too that they don't really have scores that stand out. Like Guardians got very well got a big rep because of its soundtrack, and that's yeah. not the same thing, you know. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, but but you were you pointed out to me that they, they kind of the trend is kind of changing. Yeah. Now. When when Thor Ragnarok was released, that was kind of the first step in making a unique sound for the actual score. I mean, yeah. before that. I think the first time that Marvel really did anything that was like an iconic moment in a score would have been the Avengers theme by Alan Silvestri. And even that yeah. is... Which, is the Avengers theme Marvel's theme when the yeah. when the scroll comes up? Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say that one is very noticeable. And and so it's like what you, I'm, what you were maybe about to say, but it's one of those where like, do I know it now because it's the Marvel... Bum, 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 like the, yeah, see, the scroll? I, I liked it because up in... Basically, I tried to listen to all the the scores that were released for Marvel films, and the only one that I could really ever like really sit down and enjoy myself listening to it was the Avengers. Mm-hmm. So no, I agree. That, I definitely agree that it, was the best it, one yeah. too. Yeah, I mean that's that's changed now, and this one is done by uh, Lud- Ludwig Göransson, who also collaborated with director Ryan Coogler on the score for Creed. Creed, yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. So. Okay. He's part of what Ryan Coogler did with Black Panther. Um, we're going to have to fight ourselves the entire time from saying the Black Panther because it just it I know, feels it's so hard. Right. It feels like, well, because yeah. it's, it's, I feel like the Black Panther is like distinguished, like we are, like he's the man. Yeah. He's here, you know? But yeah, part of what Ryan Coogler was trying to do was he wanted everything to be different. He didn't want the standard Marvel editing crew to come in. He didn't want the standard yeah. music crew. He wanted it to be his his film. And so he brought these changes in. And that's why it is so different from any of the other Marvel films to this date. And it, it's very, very unique in that way, too. Yeah. And, and I, like I said... Part of that has to do with the amazing score that was done by Gorenson. It is excellent. It, it, it's like its own character, yeah. is what I feel like. You know, there there were the first time I saw it, there were standalone moments that I remembered when the movie was over, like when T'Challa is on the end. Oh, FYI, oh, um, there, this is a spoiler review, so we're not going to go into like incredibly. We might, we might not. I, I'm just saying, be prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, but there there is a scene, and this is earlier on in the movie where T'Challa goes to um, the ancestral plane that first time after he be- becomes yes. rightfully king, and he sees his father. There is like this violin music that is just playing that is just like intense and quick and abrupt, and it, it's like it's it, I don't know. It's it was really that really got to me, and then there's a lot of really um, kind of like tribal sounding music yeah. in this as well that I really really enjoyed um, because not only was it very different, but it really really kind of fit the visuals and what we were seeing, and it really plays off of them so well. I don't know. It, there were a lot of moments where it was either like a smile on my face or I could feel I was feeling stuff just from that alone. You yeah. Know? 
Uh, so, I, I mean, I think that's a testament to a score, you know. But, again, it's director's choice. Do they want the score to be a character? Do they want it to be non-noticeable? Whatever. Exactly. You know, um, I thought that was really good. And then I thought the blending of that with the soundtrack, you know, um, the songs that were created for the movie was also very well done. Yeah. You know, um, and I noticed it a lot more the second time, too, the the, the soundtrack songs incorporation. Yeah. Like, I heard it the first time, but I wasn't sure what was soundtrack and what was being incorporated into the score. Um uh, but yeah, 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 I thought I thought direction was great. I, I thought the score was great. Um, I I thought it was very distinctly its own thing, but also felt like it fit with the others. Do Do you yeah. feel like it felt like a Marvel movie, or do you feel like- no? I I honestly don't feel like it felt like a Marvel movie, but that's not bad. Uh, while I don't think it felt like it, it blended seamlessly in. To the cinematic universe, like, and I, this, it's not the first one that I don't think has blended seamlessly into it. While a Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. while that uses like Tony Stark in it, I don't think it's a seamless fit right in. It is well, it very, messes up the timeline a little bit too. I've it, read some stuff about and that, and it's but. just it's a different it's a different feel. That's not a bad thing. It when Guardians, uh, when Guardians of the Galaxy first came out, it didn't blend right in easily and clearly that's been a great thing so it doesn't no but i I mean like the guardians to me does feel like it it it's its own thing but i don't i when it does it when they're in infinity war it's not going to feel weird to me i don't know maybe maybe it's also because because um the the black panther because black panther was introduced in civil war I already have that feeling yeah. that it's. I mean, but this doesn't look like Civil War either. I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of. There's a lot going on here. Um, it's tough, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make it because I personally don't feel like it. It fit in with the cinematic universe. That's not a knock on it at all. I think if anything, we need this every now and then to refresh. Oh yeah, refresh 100%. the cinematic universe. I don't want everything to be the exact same. That's when it gets boring, and that's when it gets weighed down. And that's part of the problem that I had. The first Guardians did not feel like it was in that universe. Yeah. It felt so different. The second one, I think now with the changes with the movies that came before, the second one felt like it belonged. And that's part of what kind of weighed it down for me. It just felt like a rehash. I will say a knock on uh, Black Panther, while the movie doesn't feel like it's in that universe per se, uh, I felt like the plot line was very, very loose, very weak. And if anything, I would say it was very, it was very stereotypical in that there was not a single surprise along the way. Not that there has to be, but when you can start like guessing which characters are going to die, what surprises are going to happen along the way, that's that's the sign of a not not necessarily a weak script, but maybe not as tight as it could be. See, I, I think this is where we differ on opinion too. I, I do agree with how you're what you're saying. Like, I don't think that there was any like there was no twist for me either. I don't. I don't. There was nothing that you couldn't see. Like. I mean, when I say surprise, I mean like, oh my goodness, I didn't see that coming. You know, like, there are some reveals in the movie that you could be generally like, oh, like, but I don't think it was. There was nothing to take my breath away or anything like that. But I did really, you know, and I saw a lot more the second time. Is a lot, 
I I really liked how the story is told. The story, like trying to go over it loosely without sounding like a complete moron, is it's it's about this the 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 I don't know Wakanda's not a city; it's a nation. The nation of Wakanda and how it is it it starts out with this really beautifully told um, and interestingly told. Um, uh, what was it? What's that called at the beginning of the movie? A prologue mm-hmm. um, with the sand coming and going about how vibranium, how the vibranium meteorite hit the hit Africa and the city was built on top of it and how the city was founded on these, uh, the city, I'm sorry, the nation, the nation was founded by these five tribes Four of them agreed to get together ones on the outside and just kind of how they run and how they decided to hide Wakanda from the world. And, so the movie addresses kind of where this incredibly advanced nation of uh, of uh, black people were during the time of slavery. Why weren't they helping people? Yeah. You know, why weren't they saving people? And what's so so the motivations of of Michael B. Jordan's um, Killmonger character is he's angry about that. Where are you? There, you know, um, the black community has had, uh, been flooded with drugs and guns and weapons and they've been pushed down. And, and so his character is almost representative of the current state. Whereas I feel like Wakanda is, is very representative of like the United States at some parts, because not just the United States, it's not specifically targeting that it's, it's targeting ideals. Like they talk about refugees because he starts saying, well, what would we do? And he's like, well, we should help people. And, and he's saying, when you take in refugees, then their problems become your problems. And, you know, so they give up their security, but the argument is that they are stable enough that they can help these people and defend themselves at the same time. And it's all, it all felt current. And I, I agree. The themes of the movie were great. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 I'm just. It just that's that's what I guess I was feeding into more. It's like, it, it's like I like that aspect of it. Um, I liked. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, sorry, no, I understand. I didn't, what I didn't you're, mean to. I didn't mean to. to I think say we're that just you're disagreeing about that. No, we're yeah. just on two different parts. I agree with you entirely on the theme, yeah. the social structures of it. My problem is then when you come down to. A leads to B, which leads to C, which yeah, leads yeah, to yeah. D. No, no, no. And it I, was, I, I agree. I mean, I like, I like you said, there is no major twist. There is, it is a little, it is, it is the story of a king. You know, yeah. a king who comes to power is questioned by power. It, it actually, and this is, I don't mean for this to sound rude. It reminded me of the Lion King a couple times, yeah. and essentially, the Lion King is Macbeth, which essentially yeah. is just a story it's, about a king. Exactly. This this Not is Macbeth, a story Hamlet. that has been told. Maybe with a little bit of differences here and there. It's a story that's been told before. You know that the little boy in the beginning, unless you just don't watch a lot of movies, don't think about this stuff. If you go in with your brain off all the time, that's your thing. That's not what I do. I, I I look at the movie as it's happening. There was no question in my mind that the little boy out playing basketball when the first shot was Killmonger. There was no doubt in my mind that someone was going to step up to challenge T'Challa and T'Challa was going to win and show his power. But then he was also going to lose it because you need to show his rise to mm-hmm. be king. He it didn't was an have story, the rise. Yeah. He yeah. didn't have that rise in Civil War. He came out kicking butt in that movie and then just kind of seamlessly went into that. So then when yeah. Killmonger is there, you know that you could tell right away that that his friend was going to betray him and side with Killmonger instead of siding with T'Challa. It just, it was one of the, it's not always a bad thing. Every now and then, 
there's going to be just cliche movies. Not everything can be original, unique, and creative. What I did enjoy, though, as you were pointing out, while the story was cliche in its progression, the themes they chose to focus on were refreshing Mm -hmm. and unique. And because of that, because it had such a good positive theme in it, something that could really make you think it's okay that the story was cliche. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, I I don't like the word cliche, but I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, 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 I 100 know what you're saying. Yeah. It's like an archetype. It, Dang, it, it, yeah, there's a million other words we could say to describe it. It's just that point. It's this the movie to me. While there was elements in it that were brand new, the story itself it, it doesn't felt been turn there, the superhero that. genre on its head or anything like no. that by any means. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot for me. There's a there's a lot of standout moments. I mean, we both kind of came out of this too, talking about how well the action is directed in the film. Oh, some of the best, you quite know, arguably the the best moments. The South Korea there's scenes just, were just amazing. It was just this one, and and they do it a couple. Uh, I feel like there was another time in the movie he did it too, but there was this this one extended camera shot that just started in the and weaved and through this casino where they're just like fighting and it's going from the first level to the second level back up to the second level and it's not it's not even excessive it's just really impressive how it's all kind of was this just one one take you know um and then there's a car chase scene that follows that that's really well done as well um yeah and and even the finale scenes are are good. I will say the standout the standout action scene for me is that casino and car chase scene though. Yeah, no, that's that's where I knew that at least action wise this was going to be unlike anything else. But that also kind of lends itself to Black Panther is that it is different with the superheroes. You understand a lot of their powers, what the makes them special and yeah. unique with the technology. The limits of vibranium, it's basically limitless. So when it's combined with the suit where Black Panther can't be shot, it's only the moments where the suit can lose weakness like it does during the mm-hmm. the climactic battle scene. Like That's the only time Black Panther is weak. So it's like... The, the question isn't what could possibly happen to him. It's what has to happen to to potentially affect him. And that's where you get, like, Claw's arm gun that can just rip through yeah. automobiles, which is, like, I thought it that is was just cool. crazy. Yeah, I love how that character kind of worked his way back in because he, um, for those who don't remember, and Andy Serkis plays Claw, and Andy Serkis is just, honestly, just one of those people that's never going to get the the like the awards and the attention he deserves yep. for being the human being that he is. But he played Claw in Age of Ultron and had his arm chopped off by Ultron. And he gave Ultron the, uh, he was the one who told him where to find the vibranium, right? For the, mm-hmm. to turn himself into that indestructible um, uh, monster. And uh, I just love that he's got that, that just years later is now like tied into this because Claw's, and even in the comics is, is Black Panther's like is a bad guy from Black Panther, and so it's just a really cool. I don't know. I just really liked it, and and Andy Serkis' performance in that character is just so off the wall, weird yeah. and uncomfortable, and it's like good. It's so it's great. If anything, he's not even in the movie enough. You know, yeah, I feel like it, you know? it's like you said, Andy Serkis will never get enough credit. 
as an actor, let alone he doesn't even get the credit he deserves from all of his motion capture. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, well, there, there was a scene where I didn't even – I wasn't even thinking about this the first time I saw the movie where Martin Freeman, uh, who plays Everett Ross um, from Civil War, you remember the CIA agent, yeah. he is face-to-face with Claw in the in the thing. And I was like, hmm. I was like, there's old uh, Bilbo and uh, Gollum <laughs> staring at each other again. It's uh, – you know, yeah, it's – I think – I think Andy Serkis is is great in this. All the acting was great. There's there's yeah. not a character that had there was no characters that stuck out like okay, this is this is not great acting. There there were better characters than other. Like I don't think anyone expected Shuri to be kind of the breakout star of the movie. Shuri but, being T'Challa's uh, younger sister who yeah. has now been established as the smartest mind in the Marvel Universe. So smarter than Tony Stark. I believe that was officially announced or something like that. So I mean, it's it makes common sense and it's part of that. It's just there's not been a character like her yeah. in any other any other Marvel movie. It's She was so so entertaining to watch every time she was on screen. And Lupita Nyong'o is just, she's killing it. Yeah. She's doing so well for her. She is just, I mean, come on. There's nothing I don't, she's just, I mean, she's Disney's best friend, apparently. Yeah. Cool. She's in Marvel, Star Wars, and Disney film now. She just needs yeah. an animated feature, and I, she's got the Pixar, and then we get her in there. I mean, at this point, I, I've, don't know if I've seen every Lupita Nyong'o movie. I have not, because I haven't seen Queen of Katwa. And see, I have seen Queen of Katwa, and I've seen 12 Years of Slave, and I've seen everything she's done in this, so I I don't know if that's everything, but I have never once been like, nah, she's she's not as hyped up as she is to be. She is one of the finest working actors in in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Just incredible. she's, She's got a presence. You know, yeah. that you it just like commands your attention. And this was a role that I I was almost I don't know. You know, it, it was just she is in a perfect role in this movie. Um also I uh, I feel like Denai I don't know if I'm saying that right. Denai Korea Korea Carrera I mean, I, from I The Walking Dead, you. Michonne from <laughs> The Walking Dead, yeah. who plays Okoe, which is the uh, general of um the Black Panther's army, um of Black Panther's army, yeah. of Wakanda's army, and um of the female, because like of the main tribe, I guess. Because I don't know who T'Challa. He oversees all of Wakanda, but then there is um, uh, oh my goodness, what was his name? Wakabi, the 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 gentleman from Get Out. He yeah, he Daniel had like Caillou. people with him. So was he yeah. like another tribe? Yeah, no, they. That's one of the other tribes. One of the you four. See, yeah, you see it when they're when they do the challenge. Oh, that's right, that's right. And because they, yeah. they have the four tribes that come up, and and, the, and then, there's the river tribe, the the thing. Okay. Yeah, and then the final tribe comes out. I don't. I can't remember. It's like Mbaku it's the, is the is the guy. Yeah, and it's like some Jatara. Jatari? No, Jatari are the uh, the aliens from Jabari. Jabari, yeah, yeah, the Jabari. They're the gorilla. The they they uh, worship the gorilla because all their stuff is like the gorilla holding yeah. up their castle and stuff. No, like I that. remember yeah. reading something where like he was supposed to be called Manape. That was his character's name. But in the comic, then book? they, I think, in the comic book because that sounds familiar. Yeah, okay, but obviously it's a little bit offensive yeah in this day and age to say that i actually really enjoyed that character though quite a bit um i i I thought he was another like he added some levity into a a more dramatic scene later on and um i don't i mean he's only in he's only got a little part but yeah but but 
you also knew that he was going to come and save the day, too. Well, here's the thing. If you haven't watched a trailer for this movie and you're listening to this, well, first of all, you're ruining the movie for yourself. But second of all, this is one of those movies where I, when we watch it, I was like, man, I really wish I didn't actually see the trailer for this. Like, I, I wish I hadn't seen maybe even past the first trailer because it was like they were using shots from the battle scene that I yeah. was like, it was you know, it's not like you watching the movie, you're like, you know, he will help, but you kind of knew he was going to help because they show a shot of him helping in See, the trailer. That I don't think thing. I remember that. But oh, I, I remember also, the scene where he was holding up the guy. Like, yeah, so. I don't study that well enough or I don't remember it long enough. But uh, Chadwick Boseman, to go over it too, is just phenomenal. But he's another one of those actors. I don't think I've seen anything yet that I haven't liked him in, even a movie like Get On Up that wasn't that great. Yeah, but he he becomes the characters, which is crazy. Like, he's one of those people that's really good at, like, the voice is never the same. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, he he really kind of transforms himself for the roles, I feel like, sometimes. I mean, I I guess he looks like T'Challa in real life is, like, his more normalized look. He doesn't look like Jackie Robinson, obviously. Or not Jackie Robinson. Yeah, he played Jackie Robinson. He played Jackie Robinson, too, in 42. 42, And that was another excellent one. Yeah, Uh, Michael B. Jordan, another just... He he was He's awesome. He's a bad this. guy, and yeah, no, he was he was excellent. And I love. I read something after did not dawn on me at the second. Uh, any people now that have played the Human Torch have gone on to bigger and better roles in Marvel movies. Oh yeah, because Chris Evans is Captain America, and he's no, he yeah. was Killmonger. Hmm, interesting. It all comes around full circle. That Ryan Reynolds started out. Well, I guess he was. He's he's he started out in Blade, which everybody I feel like forgets, and then he went to DC, and then he came back to Marvel, and then he had to do Marvel again because that first Deadpool was terrible. Uh, yeah. That from the Wolverine, not the first Deadpool movie. That movie was excellent. Um, but we have to. We should give a shout out then to you. Did mention uh, Daniel uh, Kaluuya, uh, who played w- Wakabi. Oh and yeah, most yeah. people know him great. from Get Out now, mm-hmm. and I think he's on his way to just killing it and everything. Uh, loved uh, you already mentioned Martin Freeman and the Andy Circus connection there. Mm-hmm. I thought Martin Freeman did a good job at bringing what what very little humor was in this movie, which there I would argue that this is up there in terms of the least humorous Marvel movies. It would probably be in the top three and what moments there was with funny bits or with some of the Wakanda and stuff. But I think Martin Freeman did a good job of, because he was, he, he went into Wakanda once they finally took him there and he woke up, he had no idea what to expect from right. it. And so it was kind of, it was kind of funny watching it through his eyes. Now of I've seen all of this for the first time. I do think that, um, and I, I just want to bring this up too, is that I think, um, Martin Freeman, what his character of Everett Ross was a wonderful inclusion in the movie because he kind of played what is a great example of somebody that could is an ally to people like that that there's somebody he didn't need attention when it came to battle he was just there to help you know and and he so you know he jumped in front of the girl he took the bullet he then he stayed until the final end of the fight and everything and he didn't it wasn't for glory he kept the seat you know he was the guy he was the white guy who could shut up and get out of the way when he needed to yeah or go with the flow you know he didn't try and take over anything he didn't try and whatever you know beyond the duties of his cia job in the casino because it was his setup that they were interfering with but but I, I I appreciated that. I liked that a lot. You know, I I thought that was a 
just one of those things that you it's not something you're actively thinking about you just kind of th- think about it later yeah. on where you're like oh uh, I, I do have to share something that i disliked about it and it's something that hasn't if you say sterling K. brown i'll be so sad no no all, like i said all the acting is just phenomenal all around uh we mentioned how the action scenes are almost more over the top and completely different than what's been done before part of that and part of building the city of Wakanda, it's impossible to build this this fictional place. But I keep saying city now, too. Jeez, I'm sorry. Yeah, nation, nation. Yeah. Well, because the visual of it looks like it's, a little city. Yeah, exactly. I felt like I got CGI burnout watching this. And it's... I, I know what you're talking about. I, I mean... <laughs> It's the only way to create this entire world. It was the only way to accurately represent the movie when... Like, yes, the scenes in South Korea, like the actual locations they were filming, those were on location there. Yeah. And it was brilliant, but it just, there was so much CGI. And I know that's how it had to be in order to make this movie. So I'm not faulting it on that, but I do, I get to the point where it's like, you clearly know that when they're both in in their uh, suits, when he's in the Black Panther suit and he's in the Gold Panther suit. It's like, you know that that's just, they're not actually fighting. This is all CGI. Well, and I, that, I think that, they're in their suits sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, it, it, but I, I did question that, the suit stuff, more specifically the second second time, because I was like, are the suits motion capture in this movie? Because I know it's an actual suit in the other movie. And, you know, whenever he does big jumps or big crazy whatever, you know, obviously when he's jumping from car to car and stuff like that, a lot of that is CGI and stuff, but it's it's the the scene where they dive down into the pit into um the uh vibranium pit yeah, the vibranium the mine and they're falling and they're fighting each other and I was like there is not a literal there is not yeah. a single image here that is real but then they were standing down there and that's you know the scene where the suits are fading on and off of them a little bit and I started to think like is there an actual suit here that's cut out and they're just adding the effects or or, or is this all motion capture right now and that's that's the part it a lot of it does look CGI is still not perfect yet there is still you can tell when something is, when a body it looks is a little too fluid yeah. and a little too off. And I just had that feeling a couple too many times watching this. And again, I understand that's the only way to, you can't just, they can't just build an entire nation in order to make this. They can't, vibranium does not exist. They can't just make this stuff that doesn't exist. They can't just build it practically for this. It has to be CGI and it didn't, it, that's just one of those things for me. I I feel like I I come and go well, on I those CGI yeah. phases. I was like, I understand what you're talking about. It didn't bother me, but I but I I can see I, I could see what you were talking yeah. about in the one hundred percent. And that I think a lot of that's coming from since I've had movie pass and I've been seeing a lot more movies. I've been seeing a lot more uh, dramas, stuff I typically wouldn't watch in theaters that are not using cgi all practical so then to go go from a lot of that you know go going from i tanya to phantom thread (laughs) to you know all the all these like kind of dry dramas like that then to go to a cgi fest it's like it is very jarring and that's but that's more based on where i came into seeing the movie if you're only seeing a lot of action blockbusters and stuff i don't think you're gonna quite notice that as much but you know that's it's nothing is perfect so 
I don't believe you. Let's not. There has to be a perfect something out there. Perfect movie. Could such a thing ever exist? No. I don't. Th- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's because film is ever changing, and yeah. uh, so are our opinions and whatnot. Um, should we talk about other things? I don't really know where to go. I mean, I, I like what I said. We talked about the score. We talked about the soundtrack. We talked about the acting, which every single person, anybody who's anybody, is in this movie pretty much. Like, um, and the direction's great. Um, I thought. I know you talked about CGI. I thought the costumes were great. I thought yeah. it did a really good job of establishing its own unique look. Like it felt colorful and respectful of what was, while also you know like looking old but new at the same time you know it was like or or uh not, n- not old i don't know where i'm looking for this traditional like it yeah. had the tradition with combined with this like new stuff and yeah it, it looked like that perfect blend of what you would kind of see like if you were looking at african tribes and stuff what you would see from their wardrobe but of course mixed with the technology that they've developed yeah that they've been okay that they've uh allocated into their their wardrobe and everything that they carry stuff like that i there's literally i can't imagine anyone walking out of black panther and saying like oh that was not that was not good like i just yeah can't, I, I, I i i can't I, see that it's like i said i'm i do not classify saying it's it. not your favorite that's one thing yeah. saying it's a bad movie that's another thing exactly it, for me, I think it is one of my favorites, and that's okay. You know, and you saying like, "Oh, it's not in my top 10, That's okay too. But you're acknowledging that it is a good movie. You know, it's it is a good movie. There's no there's no yeah. question about that. You know, the the difficult part with Marvel movies now, it's kind of like Pixar. It's just gotten to the point where when you produce this many good movies, it starts to get hard to put. Yeah, together when you start to say when it when you're like, well, where does it say? And you're like, well, you're up against movies like The Winter Soldier and The Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, and you know, so we or Thor, you know, it, it, Thor Ragnarok. Like you're getting into that territory now, which is great that we are finally here in the Marvel universe. It had its like weird bumps, but I was thinking that while I was watching Black Panther, was like they're really embracing things that seem a little more out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? The idea that this this nation lives on this asteroid, you know, from I, I they don't live on the asteroid, but you know what I mean? It's it's powered by a metal from yeah. outer space. Like that I think back to like when the when the MCU first started and it was like everything tried to be like Iron Man. They wanted everything to be really really oriented in like real life yeah. and so like you know it took forever to get to the mystical to yeah. dr strange and they were worried about they were worried about guardians they were worried about dr strange and now here we have black panther finally but clearly i it just i i just want to say too i can't even imagine what this movie means to somebody a young you know a young child that like who is going to see this and say like that that superhero that guy he looks like me and there's this movie you know i yeah. That it was not lost on me by any means, you know. I I when I saw it the second time, like there was a couple people, a couple rows down, and normally like people clap or whatever in movies. Sometimes it annoys me, but this one I was like, it made me feel really good. And I saw it with these two guys that were sitting next to me, and they were like, they're very respectful, very quiet the whole time, and like every now and then they'd be like, oh my gosh, like you know. So they were clearly not as into movies as we were because some of the reveals did shock them yeah but there were moments in this movie where this guy was like yes like yes you know clapping like when when t'challa beats um the 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 um uh, not wakabi the other one mbaku and um he he um he 
like yields and the yeah. guy was just so happy and then there's a really awesome there's a lot of really really awesome scenes with Okoe and she for me is like one of the I, even her character of being like there's when T'Challa's thrown from the throne and Killmonger takes over and they all go to run. She's loyal to the throne. She's exactly. loyal to, yeah. you know, so there's even that theme of being like, are you respect, you know, to what was and what is and how do you, you know, do you overthrow? Do you not overthrow? I don't know. There's a lot of really interesting stuff in here. And I just, I just really seeing it. And I would recommend seeing this in a movie theater. I know you had issues with the length and stuff like that, but there's just, yeah. a, it was this energy and I, I don't, didn't feel it the first time because I do think we had a really weird tame audience or something when we saw it the first time. But the yeah. second one, like there was a woman who was like, she yelled out like bow before your queen or something. And I was like, wow, the, like they love, like the audience that I was with, we all like, it just, you could feel it. You know? Yeah. No, our audience was definitely on the quiet side, Very muted. but I, I understand what you're saying too. It's, you know, the fact is it's, Everyone is loving this movie, and it's easy to see why, because it is, and I don't want to use words like, I know we've already said it, I don't want to use words like refreshing over and over again, but when you are seeing something for the first time, right, you can yeah. argue that Blade was the first time this there was a strong, like yeah. uh, strong uh, superhero that's a person of color. Like you can argue that no, Blade wasn't that good. <laughs> it's it's still not that good. This is completely different. Hey, hey, hey because, the first one's pretty good. Eh, okay, agree to disagree <laughs> on that. But it's kind of, and I don't want to equate it to Wonder Woman, but it was the same. No, thing too. I, I okay. It's, this is literally you, what I was going to say. I yeah. I am not a woman, obviously. Well, so I'm I'm not. <laughs> Thank you for letting I'm, us know. I'm not, and but when I watch it, I'm like okay. I want to see more like this because yeah. it is different and it is unique. And this this is why we keep seeing movies, not to see the same movie over and over again, to see something, something different. That's why when artists are putting together a new album, they don't repeat their sound over and over again. They yeah. try to find something new. So seeing this, while I'm not a person of color, I we are all in the greater environment of we don't want to see the same thing over and over again. And I hate that Hollywood is stuck in that way of thinking if we make another Transformers movie, the exact same way as the last, the people come out. Yeah, it might make money, but you know what? At the same time too, that's when that's all we're being given. It's hard to really say like what can that inspire, happen. you yes. know, and I, and I would, there's no question to me that this ins- will inspire somebody, you know, people, you know, it, 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 I, it makes me feel things. It made me feel happy. It made me feel emotional, you know, and, and that's a testament to any film that makes you feel anything at all, you know. And it's like what you said. I, I actually sent a text to my friend Kim afterwards, so I got out, because she saw Wonder Woman, and I she's not, I don't think she's a big superhero person, but she, she was like, she took to Wonder Woman in a way that was completely unexpected to me. Like, she wrote me, like, an essay about how much she liked this, why why she liked it and the innocence of it and all this stuff. So I had to text her because I was like, if you, I think, I said, I think you definitely need to go see Black Panther while it's in the movie theater because this movie does exactly the same type of a thing that Wonder Woman did for, like, a female-driven story. This one does that for... Like on that scale, and not just female driven, just everything like what you said, yeah. but it does it times 10. So it, it, I feel like Wonder Woman did this thing really successfully, but this is just done 
I feel like there's a lot more going on in in themes and com uh, and 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 commentaries on society and all that stuff in in not an in-your-face way but in a human relatable story yeah. way and it just does it so well so if you're somebody who you did enjoy wonder woman i think that you will really enjoy this movie okay let's talk just real quick before we wrap things up here about the end credit sequence okay so there's two and if you are somebody that is getting up and leaving the movie theater when the credits start rolling in a marvel movie in the year 2018 what are you doing with your life so first of all, there's the mid credit scene is them is the uh, is uh, not them it's T'Challa and um, his entourage and they are addressing the UN um, as Wakanda and it was a weird mid credit scene. No, I I, I, not weird, but I was like, this felt like it should have been part of the main movie for me. But. Yeah, I mean, well, that's you can argue that about any of the end yeah. credits and credit scenes. They could always be put in there. But basically, in the, the mid credits role, uh, he's in front of the United Nations saying that Wakanda is finally going to open up and they're going to start to share some of what they've learned in their technology with the world, where then I yeah, don't remember oh, which I don't remember it. He says, he uh, says, um, he says the the wise um, build bridges in time of needs, and the foolish build barriers. And I was like, "Ooh, yeah, snap!" And like, basically, I, I don't remember the nation. Asked the yeah, the nation. Either. He basically just insults him, like, "Oh, well, what's your tiny little? What can what can the country of Wakanda offer the rest of? Yeah. What can a farming? Uh, I think he calls it a farming does, yeah. nation or something. Yeah. Offer the rest of the world, and, and like." sassy yeah so it was jerk. cool for that moment like yeah okay it's because then chadwick boseman just gets this little grin yeah. on his face like just you wait so that's they, they that's, also could not not end cut to black on the scene when the kid the little kid turns him and goes who are you how yeah. could you not cut and be like black panther you know yeah. and like so i it, there's the other part of that where i was like the scene definitely takes place after that but you're but you know i don't know there's yeah um but then the other end credit scene um, for those who know who else is also in Wakanda, they address Bucky. Yeah. Um, because if you remember the end credit scene of Civil War, which Eli did not, um, is that um, Bucky is um, Steve Rogers, Captain America, brings the Winter Soldier, Bucky, to uh, to T'Challa, and they put him in like a cryo sleep or something, and he is there. And so the this end scene has him waking up in uh, like a hut and by a river and Shuri is there with him and uh she calls him agent you know uh whatever captain barnes and he's yeah. like bucky you know and she's like how are you feeling and he's like better you know and so she's like well we've got a lot of work to do but the kids refer to him as white wolf yeah so i read about this because i was like interesting um you know some people might think it's just an offhanded comment but the white wolf is actually a character in black panther Mm -hmm. Um, so he is a character that had, that looked after, um, so they talk about the war dogs a couple times in this movie. It's essentially like their spy, Wakandan spies that are kind of, I don't want to say spies. I want to say informants that are in major cities around the world and stuff. And, um, so there's a secret police or whatever, and the White Wolf used to lead the secret police, and then they disbanded. And uh, I think the White Wolf was like a guy who was originally kind of a bad guy and then gets turned around a little bit. And so they were saying that Killmonger's character borrowed a lot from the White Wolf, but they're saying that they there could be a theory that Bucky becomes White Wolf. 
And you know what? I would I would be totally open for that. It was great to finally see that wrapped up with him right before Infinity War. Yeah. When you know that we're we're going to see him again, and uh, you know if things go like people expect, Captain America won't make it out, and then I think Sam Wilson uh, is Falcon take the, is going yeah. to take the role over of Captain America, and with Bucky, I think Bucky will make it out but it would be cool to see him thrown instead of in the whole avengers timeline since we know after after this phase is over it's starting fresh at the drawing board it would be really great to see to see him thrown into another character's world kind of like what what worked so well with thor ragnarok with hulk and thor yeah exactly just yeah it worked well i love i love the mini using two different characters as opposed to like it being a whole like avengers event you know So, but overall, my impressions, go see it. Where do you think, do you think it's too early to rank it for you? Yeah, I mean, we were talking about just doing it on phase three, what's currently out on phase three, and I, I could never place it in a rank in the entire thing right now. Well, you I, made you made a valid point, okay? So, think about it, like, what we had before, what we have now. And we've always had this kind of trouble, or at least I have. It's like you want to rank before a while ago. It was like Civil War, not Civil War, excuse me, God, um, Winter Soldier and like Guardians. And you're like, how can you say which is better than the other? Because one's a space opera, one's a political thriller. And now I honestly feel like that with Black Panther is like, I don't, this one doesn't, it's like what you said, it doesn't fit the rest. Like it's here, but it's also, it's, it's it is one of those where it becomes a little hard, and I want to say I love that about the MCU right now is that there are, now it's there are so many different types of good options yeah. too. So yeah, I mean, just looking at Phase Three, uh, just real quickly, we have Civil War, we have Doctor Strange, Volume Two, Homecoming, and Ragnarok plus Black Panther, and I can say for me, in terms of those movies that are currently out right now, I know personally that I Ragnarok right now is my I, I think I said after that was released that's like my number three uh, MCU film so Ragnarok is just there's so much good about it and I, I thought it was so good using uh, Taika Watiti as the director was just such a brilliant move on that so Ragnarok's my favorite of that and then I'm actually I'm I'm a really big fan of Doctor Strange. I know I am in the I minority watch it again, yeah. but I just I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I not only you know part of what hurt that movie is Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, Stephen Strange is very unlikable, but that's his character. Yeah, even at the end. He's still not a likable character, and I know that that's hard to deal with. But guess what? Sometimes heroes aren't likable that's just they do the job they need to do to protect doesn't mean they're doing it and they also need to be glorious like tony stark it's it's a balancing act so but i mean for me the humor got me in that uh uh, chiwetel 4 was just awesome in it as well there was there was a lot of good stuff but uh, then, like, I also like Homecoming a lot, but I would put Black Panther for sure above Civil War and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, 
I you, see. I've got to view him again. I got to view Thor. I got to watch Ragnarok one more time. Um, and Ke- Stephen Strange and everything. So I, I would, I would put I. But I, my immediate impression when I left was this is a great Marvel movie, and it might be one of my favorites. Yeah, and uh, like, but I like that. I like the King, the Rise of a King, and stuff like that. Yeah. I made the comment that I don't know if it's in the top ten. When you really think about it, it probably is in my top ten because in the first. First phase, basically, the only good one out of that is the Avengers. In the second phase, I like Winter Soldier and Guardians. And then in the third phase, I like Doctor Strange, Homecoming, and Ragnarok. So it probably is around, like, number six for me when when I really start start to look at it with everything down. So that's that's not a bad place. Again, yeah. Marvel's just making some really great movies. Yeah, and I look forward to more, and I can't wait to see more of Black Panther in Avengers Infinity War, which I'm sure we will talk about, because how can we not talk about Infinity War? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm ready for that. Um, if you've seen Black Panther, please let us know what you thought about it. You can uh, tweet at us individually, or t- together, or whatever, or leave comments in this YouTube video. Um, if you enjoyed this review, uh, give us a thumbs up and um, share it with a friend who might enjoy it as well. But I have, I I don't mean to like cut us off or cut us short or anything like that, but we've got to do other stuff and we've been rattling on for forever. And I could talk about this movie for a long, a lot more, um, but that goes to show you that's how much I enjoyed it. And that's, you know, a good movie. So consensus here, a good movie. Check it out for sure. I think definitely make your way to the theater and see it. Um, thank you, Craig, for mm. taking the time to do this with me. Thank you guys for taking the time to watch this. And uh, until uh, next time, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see you later. And then next episode of Diz Pop. 